morning, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Peace, a podcast bringing peace to your neighborhood through the airwaves, powered by the International Peace Youth Group. Here at The Art of Peace, we aim to create a platform where we can have discussions with people from different backgrounds and organizations to help foster mutual understanding and promote activities that are building sustainable peace in our communities. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to The Art of Peace. My name is Matt, and I'm your host here on the show. We're joined once again this week by Emily. Say hi, Emily. Good morning, everyone. And today we're going to be diving into the first lesson of HWPL's Peace Education Curriculum. Woohoo! Yeah, really exciting. I'm really excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Before we do that, I just want to quickly recap last week's episode. Last week, Emily introduced us to HWPL, which is the parent organization for us, really, IPYG, the International Peace Youth Group. And as well as that, she introduced us to the overarching ideas behind the HWPL Peace Education Curriculum, which was really cool, and I'm really excited for a little series that we're going to start here now, um, today being the first one, where we dive a little bit deeper into what each of these lessons are and the main points of them, and, and Emily and you know maybe some others as well further down the track will be taking us through that um, Yeah, in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. I hope you guys are too. Um, And without further ado, let's dive straight into it. So, what have you got for us today, Emily? Yeah, sure thing. So, one thing that I really admire about the HWPL Peace Education Curriculum is that at the very start of it, it targets the origins of where wars come from. There is a quote I like from the UNESCO Constitution, which says that since wars begin in the minds of men, it is in the minds of men that the defences of peace must be constructed. So then the answer to true peace must also begin with the mind. And so I thought that was really um, interesting and also really true. It is by instilling peace in the minds of people instead of relying on external factors like politics, power or force that true peace can really begin to be... Realised or, or, you know, blossom and stuff like that. That's awesome. I think it's really true because... You know, it, it's taking it back to that, you know, the people have the power. When it comes to, you know, anything really, people are the ones, the people in the community are the ones that actually can make a stand and stand up for it. You know, when you see, you know, you just have to look at New Zealand history, for example, to, to see that, you know, when we look back and see the Springbok tours, um, you know, the apartheid movements and things like that, as well as um, the no nukes campaign that you know happened in my grandparents generation it was absolutely phenomenal you know and that is a testament to people and i think that that quote that you shared really summarizes that quite well yeah that's awesome yeah it's really awesome and so today we are going to look at lesson one which is called the original state of all creation and so this lesson explores examples from nature and how everything in nature lives in harmony with one another. So there's actually four main points to the lesson. Um, they will talk about diversity, harmony, cooperation and coexistence. So, for example, when we talk about diversity, we don't just look, you know, we don't have to look too much further than our own backyard. If you look in your garden patch, you know, there's a variety of different kinds of plants and flowers that make the garden beautiful. And it's the same with us as human beings. We all carry unique identities that differ from one another, which is why we're called individuals. And we all live in the community as well, this community called Auckland, right? Mm. 
And we know that we have over 250 different ethnicities here, which is so amazing and diverse. But is also how misunderstandings and conflicts can easily happen. I think that's one of the one of Auckland's, you know, great strengths is the fact that it has so many different kinds of people living here. And they're from all walks of life as well, which is really phenomenal. Yeah, and that's so true. And when people don't respect different you know, the differences that you see within this diverse community, which is when problems start to arise. So I find that, you know, diversity is like the very first topic that we cover in this lesson is just so important. You know, once people are aware of the diversity and the strengths of it and also how they have to learn to accept and also, I guess, equip themselves with the knowledge of the differences that make us individuals, that is when, I guess, true peace can really be realised. Yeah, there's a lot more that unifies us as people than divides us. And I think when it comes to that, New Zealand can be very much at the forefront of it. We see a couple of years ago with you know everything that happened with Christchurch, you know, I'm talking years ago with the earthquakes, everyone rallied together for that. Mm-hmm. We had schools from Auckland, as well as a lot of other initiatives as well that people were all contributing to. And we see much more recently as well with the mosque shootings, how people can really rally together. There's a lot more that that unites us than divides us. That's so true. And yeah, I guess moving on to the second topic of this lesson, um, it talks a lot about harmony and coexistence. And I really like the example that they used. They used an example of an orchestra. You know, in an orchestra, there's so many different instruments, but they're working in harmony with one another. You have the violins, the flutes, the drums, all played at the same time. But if you think about it, if the drums were too loud, you wouldn't be able to hear the flutes. And so this is why when a particular instrument's sound needs to be emphasised, then the rest can provide that support. And that is how we can create harmony. And so... There is also, you know, if you think about it, the mutual respect between the conductor and the musicians that play are so important as well because they are playing according to how the conductor directs them to create a harmonious masterpiece. So, yeah, harmony, coexistence, diversity, it's along the same lines, but it is one of the core values that, I guess, students should learn about and be aware of for themselves as well as for their interactions with others and it is definitely going to form that base of their understanding of peace which can also be easily tailored to -to day-to-day lessons in the classroom you know as educators or parents or simply the big people in the room we just need to take that opportunity not just to teach these values but also to model them for ourselves for our students if five-year-old johnny refuses to share his color pencils with amy then that there is a lesson on cooperation and harmony that seems like it's an example taken from your own personal experience in the classroom emily oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) what you've been saying about with all of this lesson it really speaks to how people have the biggest influence on the planet and 
like in science it talks about you know we, we learn about ecosystems and all this sort of stuff and how everything works together for balance mm-hmm. and that seems to be what you're talking about here would that be correct in saying yeah that's so true even you know in nature you look at the rainbow there's so many different colors you know um a spectrum of colors that make up the rainbow and as you were saying ecosystems um so yeah definitely it's all about um when we as mankind can actually learn a lot from nature you know, we can learn balance, harmony, diversity, unity, and cooperation. And I think that's really key to um, to create a world of conflict-free peace. Yeah, that's really true. I think this is something that I, you know, one of the reasons why I really love listening to and hearing about peace education, particularly you know the work of HWPL, is that it's not just limited to the classroom. It can be taken and implemented, you know, even just for ourselves. If I'm working wherever I'm working, you know, I used to work in construction or, or you know, before that I worked in at universities, you know, these places where we work, we can model these sorts of things, you know, living in harmony, even when it's a bit tricky sometimes to exhibit those due to whatever the reason may be, mm-hmm. whether we be having a bad day or, you know, people are being particularly spicy to deal with, then it becomes all the more important for us to be able to have that, you know, way that we can model that to others. I think that's really special. Yeah, definitely. And I think because the curriculum it can be tailored in so many different ways to so many different ages that, you know, once, especially once you start them young, then they're going to carry this, these values with them everywhere that they go. Yeah, and especially if it's something that really resonates with them. I remember when I was in school, some of the most memorable lessons that I had were those from teachers that, you know, they went a step beyond just teaching the curriculum. Mm-hmm. But what they were teaching was really applicable to myself and, and my life. And some of those lessons I still carry around with me to this day, which is really special and and like you say if if these things these morals or these values for living in harmony with people being able to try and understand other people's perspectives then it makes a huge difference and we are able to be those that can you know start modeling that to those around us because it's never too late to learn definitely one of the best things i love about learning is that it's a lifelong gig Mm -hmm. we never stop learning so yeah i think that's really really special before we continue we're going to take a quick break and listen to a song and then we're going to talk about some of the experiences that people have had with peace education from around the world so i'm really looking forward to that and i hope you guys are too but in the meantime this is stronger by kelly clarkson Kill you makes you stronger. Stand alone. 
everyone. Now we're going to have a bit of a look and discussion about people's experiences with peace education from around the world. One of the things that Emily touched on earlier, and this is something that was echoed in a quote that I have here from one of the participants in peace education, was when Emily was talking about how peace education is, when particularly when it was talking about harmony, the example that was used was about musical instruments and, and orchestra and things like that. And I really love this quote, and it says, I realize now how musical instruments work in harmony to provide us with beautiful tunes and how different vegetables work together to provide us with a healthy meal. I thought, if non-living things can work in harmony, then why can't we as human beings? And I thought that quote was really beautiful. That's from Somya Jha, who is a United Academy student from Nepal. And I thought that quote was really quite powerful you know if non-living things can work in harmony then there's no reason why we as humans arguably you know the most developed species in the world there's no reason why we can't either 
right? That's so true. That's really awesome. I've also got a um, experience from a principal, Mr. Silesh Kumar, who is the principal of Gogani School in India, and his experience with the peace education curriculum. And I like how he says that even his father is taking the education. So you can really see that, you know, peace education is for everyone. It's not just for the young, but it's also for all generations. So he says that currently he is conducting peace education at his school with the HWPL branch that is working in India. And however, the school is located in the countryside, so the internet situation is not good. And so there's not too many people that can participate. But he says, I think this education is very valuable. The reason is that educated students will play the role of peaceful citizens in our community. I think that the increase in the number of peaceful citizens who actually move to pursue peace and create peace in a peaceful way is the most important factor in the development and peace of my community. So not only the students, but also the teachers and parents are participating in this online peace education. And it is his hope to participate in the future peace teacher training and develop professionalism as a peace teacher so that, you know, when COVID ends and schools reopen, he'll be able to provide peace education to all students in the school. That's really cool. And it's really amazing that, like you said, it's not just something for young students you know primary school or intermediate or high school but like we touched on last week and like we've been mentioning again today it's for everyone doesn't matter how young or how old you know we're never too young to learn new things and you know with today's society being as it is we're really lucky here in new zealand where we we don't have covid you know we had a couple of lockdowns at the start of the year um, but ever since then, it's been well maintained and, and well kept under control. Other countries around the world, less lucky or less fortunate than us, I should say. And that's something that we must remember is that this pandemic is still very much a real thing for people around the world. And in that time and in such a crazy time that we're living in these days with this global pandemic going on, you know, we can't go traveling as much as we would like. We're coming into winter. It would be really great to go travel somewhere sunny, but slightly difficult with Mm -hmm. the world the way it is at the moment. So it's a really good time for us to be trying to put these things into practice, you know, in any way that we can. And it doesn't have to be in a big way. It can be in small ways. It's really flexible like that, which is something that I really like about this peace education curriculum. Yeah, that's really true. There is another anecdote that I'd like to share, and it comes from a student who says that her teacher has really inspired her to see the positive side of everything, to care for others and to help others in need. And this is also what peace education has taught her. You know, many people are still suffering from this pandemic, as you said, Matt. And she... And through this peace education curriculum we can really learn to also believe in ourselves and that as we help each other get through this pandemic that even though there are dark days um, the sun will surely rise again and as I guess you know we're, there's a lot of talk about vaccines at the moment one thing that she really said that really struck me was that peace education is a vaccine for the virus called war. I like that that's cool. To wrap it up 
Today we talked about lesson one, which is the original state of all creation. And this kind of went over examples from nature, which shows how they achieve harmony and balance through unity and diversity. And if we can actually learn these values through nature, we can also achieve the same peace for humanity. And so if the principles of harmony in the natural world are applied to the human world, then humanity will be one step closer to peace. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again this week, Emily. What do we have to look forward to next week? Yeah, so next week we'll carry on the same theme of learning from nature. And lesson two is about the reasons why the natural world is harmonious. So stay tuned for more next week then. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope everybody was able to take a little something away from today. And if you want to know more about HWPL's Peace Education Curriculum, we'll have a link up in our Instagram page for The Art of Peace NZ. That's at The Art of Peace NZ on Instagram. So if you want to learn more about that, you can fire us through some questions there. We'll, and we'll also have a link to the uh, HWPL page for Peace Education. Thank you guys so much, and I look forward to seeing you all again next week. You've been listening to The Art of Peace by IPYG. Special thanks to our Peace family at the International Peace Youth Group and Planet FM Public Access Radio who make this happen. To get involved with the peace work, or if you have any questions, you can hit us up at IPYGNZ on Instagram. Join us again next Monday at 9.05 or visit the Planet FM website under the Art of Peace page to listen anytime, anywhere. Until next time, peace out.